0: Welcome
1: to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Laura Black, Lou Half, and Becky Hull. Hello. Hello. It's you? so nice to be back. I haven't done this for ages. Oh, yeah, of course. the weekend. Yeah, yeah i so <laughs> No, I haven't been here for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So First it's podcast back. of married lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? It feels so different. <laughs> How does it feel? <laughs> Not different at all. I was just saying to Riches, I do really get now why people do honeymoon straight after wedding because I feel like we haven't had time to digest the fact that we're married. Like Obviously, we had the four-day. Days after the wedding or five days but then well, we've only been married for 15 days now but it's like completely back to normal and we're just cracking
0: on with life and but when it does come round yeah. you'll be like I'm so happy May- we waited in November we'll be like oh shit we're married yeah yeah. yeah. Um, are you
1: changing your name no. oh, okay no. so you don't have to change passports or anything no like my passport is up for expiration next year anyway so I think I will do it then only because everybody says when you do have children it's a bureaucratic nightmare not to have a legal document that's the same surname as them so I guess that's sensible since my passport needs to be changed anyway but no, no I will known as shark yeah. Fair enough. How is everyone? What has everybody been? Reading, watching, listening to since I've been gone? I have been watching no TV this weekend. <laughs> this
2: weekend was spent pulling out our kitchen. So... I saw on the hottest yeah.
3: day of the year, I have to say, oh, I saw your Instagram
2: story yeah. and my heart was like, oh my God. I was literally like, everyone else was going to the beach, they were at the park, they were enjoying the sunshine and we were ripping out our kitchen. But yeah. you can rip out quite quickly or did it take? Uh, no, it took all weekend actually because <laughs> A, we had to get rid of everything in there. That took ages and we've got a very Flats, so sort of finding homes for everything that was in our kitchen took a while, and then we had to get an electrician out to sort of move sockets, we had to get a plumber out to help Aww. us with the sink removal. But it was tiring, but it's really satisfying. And I can't take much credit for it because my boyfriend pretty much did the whole thing. But it's amazing to see it sort of as a total blank canvas, and the space feels so much bigger. You do have to put a new kitchen in there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But it feels like an exciting first step oh, to now see so how it's all Do you regret doing it yourself having? Done it? No, I don't think so, actually. Like, you know, we've lost a weekend, but I think once it's done, we'll have felt so like part of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's our first flat and it's fun, I guess, to sort of. I also think when you're ripping out,
1: you're quite quick to see the work that you've done. Yeah, it's immediate results. And also, you don't need any finesse with that as long as you get it out. It's not like you're installing a kitchen where it needs to be right. And it was also like before
2: it was done, I was like, I genuinely don't understand how this is going to happen. Like, how is everything connected and how is everything stuck there? And then my brain is quite methodical and logical like that so I then quite like to see how that all worked and then so yeah
1: I could <laughs> not f- care less how, I, puzzle, get just how I was going to say it's like a maths
2: puzzle yeah. yeah exactly
0: but yeah very satisfying anyone else? <laughs> I have just started watching the season 2 of Big Little Lives I have to say I am fully into it I cannot get enough of it every week I'm like excited to tune in and I think Meryl Streep has brought massive new energy <gasps> she's, she's incredible like she just playing she is playing Nicole Kidman's mother-in-law and she just brings so much like sharpness and wit and she's quick oh I don't know it's just brilliant
1: the genius of her is you forget that it's Meryl Streep like yeah. you're just watching her and she's just this character and, and every time a new character gets introduced to her I have to remind myself like oh shit they're doing a scene with, with Meryl yeah. Streep yeah. this is mega completely so cool. it really
0: has sharpened it up I think And um, there's a few new characters actually like Shailene Woodley has got a new love interest I just think it still feels different enough and it still feels quite fresh so I'm excited to see how it goes. I think it's the holy grail of TV in that it's
1: dramatic enough to keep you hooked and for it to be entertaining but it's not so heavy that it's a big Mm. emotional upheaval to watch it and that's quite kind of magic... They have only
2: watched the first two of the first season, which I managed to catch on a plane, and they were heavy. So does that kind of filter down? Season two
0: is a lot less heavy. It's so a lot far. less heavy so far. I mean, there's definitely still flashbacks, but Nicole Kimmins relationship has been done really well, I think, because mm-hmm. it is a very heavy topic. But it's about abuse for those who don't yeah, it's, know domestic it's violence. Just done very well. But yeah, the first series is heavy. I would say second series less so at the moment. But I'm only on episode three. Well, I think second series
1: reminds me more of Desperate Housewives. It's yeah. got that vibe. There's like a secret, and they're all keeping it. together, it's not quite as fun but there's an element of that this time round exciting! (laughs) Well I just want to talk about a few things that I've been reading whilst I've been away the first is Ordinary People by Diana Evans which I think was one that we put on the show when we were talking about favourite books or books that we'd wanted to read, I think Heather included it in one of hers, it's about two couples living in London in the 90s and it's kind of set against a backdrop of Obama coming into office, obviously that's going on in America but it kind of encapsulates the political climate of the time and it's about their relationships and how their lives have shaped them to get them to this point and and kind of how they're feeling at this point in their relationships in their mid-30s. If you like a really good study into how people feel and why people behave the way they behave, then it is really interesting. I think it's a little bit of a poor man Zadie Smith. That's kind of the vibe that I get. It's got a lot of Zadie Smith tropes in it. There's a huge amount of like musical references and attempts to kind of really place the characters in, like, a very multicultural, vibey London, which really reminds me of Zadie Smith's work, but... It's not executed quite as well. That's <laughs> how I feel about it. But it is a really good holiday read because it's about people and feelings and, and all those things that we can all really relate to. So
3: I just ask, what's the book that we read that neither of us liked that uh, everybody else loved? and A lot of people. Oh, you don't no. like normal people? Uh, sorry, I can't get to the end. It's still sitting there on my Kindle. What? Yeah. yeah. Why? I just couldn't get into it. It was really annoying me because yeah. everybody around me was telling me how brilliant it was. Yeah, there's nothing worse than everyone saying a oh, good something
2: is. And and I, I, not, yeah, 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 and I, I don't know, know if it was the pressure yeah. to really, really <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah it just felt like a little bit of hard work interesting and yeah. you didn't like either no I felt the same as Sora I was reading it but it just wasn't affecting yeah. me yeah. exactly normal.
1: the same this is, Rooney, it, no. No. this is Normal People by Sally Rooney which was her second novel have you read it Becky? no but I now want to, to I get loved, loved it in the I read it like a day the reviews like,
3: are amazing I think we are
1: yeah. out of the norm <laughs> <laughs> have you read her first novel Conversations with Friends? no I do prefer Normal People but perhaps it's worth giving Conversations with Friends a go, a go. as well Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, what she, she just, does is cool she creates protagonists who you don't really like and that's really refreshing and quite New, and I don't know, that's why I find it really interesting. Okay, like, perhaps not for everyone. I'll finish it, yeah. I'll come back to you. Okay, excited. <laughs> the other thing I've been reading is Busy Phillips's autobiography. This is oh, only I going to hurt Busy a little, or oh, this will only hurt a little. I'm actually listening to it on Audible because I love on Audible that people read their own oh, books. Yeah, so, so good. and I love hearing it in their voice. And there are bits actually where she obviously gets really choked up as she's reading it, and I think oh. that just adds another dimension to it. So that's how I'm consuming it. But it's really good, it's really fun. She is such a kind of girl next door, best friend yeah. character and she's really funny, I've laughed out loud at points. She's gone through challenges that everybody can relate to and she talks about her abortion, she was raped the first time she had sex. I think it was one of those circumstances where probably at the time she didn't realise it was rape but but looking back as an adult. So, you know, things that are really relevant, really topical um, but then also I believe she goes on to talk a lot, I haven't got there yet but a lot about big celebrity names and everybody that she worked with um, yeah, through through her adult life. Oh, so I don't know how much did she talk about Dawson's Creek, I, that's all I want to know. It's kind of we we spent a lot of time in her teenage years so far but it doesn't matter it's fun and it's silly and I always wonder she talks so much about being an outsider and like have you ever read a book when somebody talks about being an insider Yeah. like no one ever Uh, is like yeah I was the cool one I was the popular one do you think these people just burn out or do you think everybody just thinks they're an outsider at school
0: Oh, such a good question That is a very good question I think sometimes self-deprecation is quite a popular thing that people can relate to as well so I think sometimes people play it down Mm -hmm. Uh, having said that I think Busy Phillips maybe has been an outsider because I've read some of her stuff as well and I think you can really relate to it, but I do think maybe some people play it down. Yeah, as an interesting.
1: Anyway, so I really recommend it for something fun, lighthearted. It's a good summer read. We talk quite a lot about recycling on the podcast. That's not what we're going to talk about today, but we are going to talk about how to make your home a bit more green. If you guys are anything like me, there's that constant voice in the back of my head <laughs> now telling me to be kinder to the environment. And we wrote a piece with full of tips about how to make your home a bit more eco-friendly. That included things like switching to LED light bulbs, finding a green energy supplier, and also changing how you wash your clothes. So, I want to know. Has anyone made any attempts to be a bit greener at home? I definitely have. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's really ingrained in my mind
3: now just we're surrounded by it but yeah I definitely have I never put a long wash on anymore always 30 degrees always turn the heating and water off if we go away at the weekend Clean film now I mean I still have it in my house but I feel almost a bit
1: dirty using it yeah the cling film thing is really interesting. In this piece, it suggests using beeswax. Mm. Yeah, film, I'm really fascinated and, by this. I don't know if you guys saw it on Lucy Williams' Instagram. Yes, I did. That's the first time I've heard about it. And then I was really intrigued to see that we'd linked it in this feature as well. Um, but it sounds genius. So yeah, if you do want to know more about it, I don't think it's available in like mainstream places yet. I think the way people are talking about it is oh, becoming maybe. much more readily available. There is a link to it anyway in the piece if you're looking for the substitute. But it's
3: really clever. It's reusable. Really clever. clever. That is the way that we should be changing our mindset. Definitely. I think. And it's also, I was reading this morning, I had a press release that it's Plastic Free July, and they also have a whole website dedicated for tips to how to cut your use of plastic at home, at work, at school, mm-hmm. everything. So there's, mm-hmm. yeah, it was quite
0: yeah. timely that we were talking about this. Yeah. And then it's also Plastic Free July. Yeah. No, no he, what about you? We are, we're very eco-conscious. So maybe it's partly being in Brighton, because obviously Brighton is <laughs> home and sure. green. But we try and use less kitchen roll now. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I love a kitchen roll, but... <laughs> (laughs) you can't recycle it because most of it's bleached which I didn't really know until recently so we try and use like wet cloths or something that you can just reuse and then like the cling film we'll always put a plate over something instead of cling filming it like where possible Mm. and also I'm thinking this is everywhere but Brighton's really big at most supermarkets now have refills that you can take Mm. your like washing liquid in you can get it refilled so we're very big on making sure when it comes to using your dishwasher or anything like that we always use refillable bottles
1: so what do you mean exactly so I remember we talked on the show a few weeks ago about Waitrose's new initiative where it's almost like a pick and mix Pickling, thing isn't yeah. it where you go and refill with your cereals or your exactly, grains whatever. exactly and
0: what then. you think you have them in the supermarkets Prefer so we have several supermarkets in Brighton where you can go and you can take your e bottles and you can literally just get them refilled from the pumps so cool. it's amazing it's just a really handy really way it really is quit. ahead of the time but, Yeah, I think it, we should hopefully start seeing it sort of seep into other places but it is brilliant because you're not constantly chucking things away yeah. And I think it's one of the best things you can do, really. i tell you another thing we're doing, because
3: we go through an awful lot of milk in our house at the moment. I've, I've had it, we're throwing away, because my recycling is full of milk bottles, so mm. I'm going milkman. Great. Yes. Oh, my God, I used to Old love school. a milkman. Yeah. How do you
0: do that? Yeah. Are, who do you contact? I think
2: it's Milk and More
0: I think and you just a, sign
2: up. Yeah, there's a couple. Um, one of our neighbours, she gets two glass bottles of milk, eggs, and something else. Yeah, you can on add, like, on orange her doorstep. juice. You can pick love some of what that. things want you, you want. want.
0: It feels
3: um, quite nice as well. Wow. Bring Brilliant. it back. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's kind of going back in time, but yeah. equally, why did it change? Because yes. it
1: is frightening the amount of oh, it's sake, really you know? scary. There's also farm drop, which we have talked about on the podcast before, yes. and Georgina Blasky has recommended. It's not a milkman, but it's like an accordo. But they will bring things from like locally sourced in your area, yeah. um, okay. things like meat, milk, eggs, that yes. kind of thing, to your door as well. So another one to remember. Yeah, Gosh, that's a really
3: good idea, Laura. Yeah, I think you pay. It's probably a little bit more, yeah. but you've got to think about that. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah you
2: really do Luke. and I think the novelty of having your milk on, oh your my goodness it's lovely
3: modern. totally I have such so so fond memories of my dad when I was little and he loved the gold top it was like his yeah. treat on Friday. and it was like all cream coming out the top Oh, oh God, I top.
2: remember when I was younger like, literally like watching the milkman do his delivery like on our road like hearing the noise of the milk lorry, <laughs> and like
1: it's just so old school huh. amazing the other point on this list that I really liked was the idea of conserving water mm. there's a thing you can buy called an aerator A-E-R-A-T-O-R and you just add it onto your tap and it has an air streams of water pressure, which means you use up to 50% less water, but without any visible difference. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's mad. The other thing, it's not cheap, but we keep talking about putting a filter tap into the kitchen as well, because I know we are really guilty in my house of buying plastic water bottles, which is so bad, but yeah. having access to filtered water is definitely Makes an easy difference. way to, to make a difference as well. Oh, this piece is actually so interesting. Another fascinating fact in this was that using a rug on a wooden floor can save between 4 to 6% on your energy yeah, bills.
0: I read that. I, I was completely blown away yeah. by that I, I had no so idea happy days yes yeah. so nice works. Works. invest in a sweet yeah. <laughs> interiors
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and finally maybe slightly less accessible but getting an eco-friendly toilet apparently flushing toilets account for 30% of your total indoor water use but you can get a low flow toilet which uses significantly less water around 4.8 litres per flush okay well when we're next all doing up houses and bathrooms <laughs> get an then- eco-friendly Yeah. Later. the other thing I'm going to get a new car in the next year or so and I think I'm going to go electric mm. Oh okay. yeah. Yes. yeah. the only doubt is they're still Quite expensive. That's not like a fun cheap option. But by 2040, every car in the UK is going to have to be electric anyway. So I feel like, why not take the plunge? Get ahead of the curve. Yeah. Like, what's the point in getting another car now? And then it just feels silly, like, yeah, given that definitely. the options out there. And the council will install an electric charging point in your home for you for free, I believe. Oh, So yeah, I will investigate that more and keep you posted because. And they are just amazing to drive. They're so fun it's to like, drive. It's like, it's
2: almost. Yeah, <laughs> so um, Charlotte and I are big zip oh, car yes. advocates. And you can either get a manual, automatic, or an electric, depending on what's available around you. And when you get an electric, it is
1: so much fun. Yeah. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's so quiet. It's a dream to drive, yeah. and you feel like you're doing good. My yeah. dad actually has one, and the only downside is you do have to literally like plug it into the front of your house. It's not the most attractive thing to park because he's always got this like wire yeah. going into the front door. <laughs> How often do bad. you have to charge it? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mm. it's like overnight or something. Anyway, we'll find out the answers to all these questions and keep posted on my electric car so report, Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the hot weather now. How impossible it is to sleep when the temperatures rise here in the UK. So we wrote a piece on the secret to staying cool at night. And this piece is mainly about what you should be buying for your bed. You know, bedding, mattresses that help you stay cool. But I want to know what your hacks are for staying cool when it's this hot out.
0: Personal tip is to have your fan and have ice underneath it. And when it blows, you get like a bit it's of splashback and cold oh. air. Okay,
1: explain exactly okay. Basically how this works.
0: So you have your fan. Is it a desktop fan or is a tool fan? Can be either, okay. really. And then you just get like a bucket of ice. I mean, I did this this weekend because we had a party and a lot of ice on hand, <laughs> so that was why. But then you put the ice in the bucket just sort of below the fan where the fan's blowing and you get like cold splash But back if air, it's a
1: tall fan, surely there's quite a long distance yeah, between
0: the floor Yeah, and to and be the fair, fan. the one I had was small. It's like one you can sit on. So you basically need it directly in front You do kind fan. of need it directly okay. in okay. front, but you get really nice, cool air. It's a temporary fix, but it's something. Okay, no, yeah, yeah it's something. We've all got to it's take It's something, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. And this Saturday, it was very welcome because I just couldn't cool down I could not cool down
2: I go cool shower before bed like straight away before bed I think you just need that to just like reset your Mm. body temperature and then you know the muslims that you get with like lisa cleanser polish or like a flannel run them under the tap cool water give a little squeeze and then just lay it on your chest Mm. and that instantly cools me down and then just like dab it where you need to have it but literally I'll like lay it on my chest and then try to go to sleep like that
1: nice Laura
3: with Lou, cool shower. If you don't have time for the full shower, definitely put your feet in a cool bath. Mm. I always find it's my feet that get really hot. Yeah. Me too. And then I'm quite old school. I just think you've got to have two windows open so you get the through flow. Light. So I have one in the bathroom open and then one mm-hmm. in my bedroom. Okay. And then you just get a bit of a mm-hmm. through breeze. Because okay. I feel like if you just have one yeah. and it was really hot like Saturday night, no it's just breeze. like still air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. Yeah, so yeah. that
1: would be my, and obviously a fan if i uh, have got one. The other thing to do to run under cold water your pulse points yeah. on your wrists that can really cool you down as yeah, well definitely. so just run them under cold water and the backs
0: of your knees behind your knees oh yes I've heard it's that really that as good well. place yeah. to put cold water yeah I yeah. know Georgie
1: has said in the past that she puts a towel in the freezer I feel like it'd just be a bit wet mm. also that is
0: then very cold that's really it? cold that's quite yeah. a shock to and the sometimes system. if
1: you go too cold then your body reacts doesn't it and gets yeah. hotter because or of you it can get a bit shit. I feel like that's what makes you ill yeah, yeah. Shivery. Mm. do you guys have like a summer duvet do you yeah. change your bedding at all so sure? we've got a duvet which
2: is Got a nine tog and a four and a half tog, and then they stick together. Never. So, in the summer, we have a lightweight duvet, but actually, when it's as hot as it was this weekend, it's nice to just go a sheet and yeah. just like just take yeah. the duvet out yeah. of it entirely and just have that. And then we also have linen bedlin for the summer as well, which also makes such a difference. Interesting, instead
3: of cotton, yeah, I never thought about it makes that. Makes
2: such a difference. I know, I'm really
3: having read the article. I just all I want to do now is buy linen bedsets. Yeah, you <laughs> talk about bamboo as well. I know, but but it says your mattress could double in weight over eight years because of sweat that's disgusting (gasps) I mean you are supposed to have your mattress cleaned aren't you honestly I couldn't cope last night I almost didn't want to get into bed and there's the amount of
1: mites it says living in your I mean oh Oh my god you're right (laughs) 10,000 to 10 million mites gross okay well I think linen is such a good idea where do you get your linen so we
2: actually got ours from M&S okay and it was really reasonable H&M also have some really good linen and the secret linen store Piglet in Bed also has got some gorgeous ones so there's a lot of options options out there but it, honestly it makes such a difference I think
1: that's really key because also if you're like me I, I need the weight of a duvet to sleep I can't just do the sheet yeah. sheeting so that's, yeah. that's a really good Yeah, I also duvet. always think it always looks so inviting when you look yeah. at oh, yeah. it yeah it looks so like, Yeah, well, I, do <laughs> 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 I do that I've got a lot of wedding vouchers to use and <laughs> then sheets coming my way Please. well if you want some more tips on products that really work have a look at the piece on the site we've got everything from mattress toppers to lightweight bamboo duvet sets yep it's a thing oh even this product called a chill max pillow which is a cooling gel in look at that so it looks oh clever so it's like a hot water bottle but it's a cold one and it slots into your pillow oh, i assume you put it in the freezer feel very odd on your face no look it goes under the sheet
0: so it goes in with the actual pillow under okay. the pillow okay. case because it's gel it's probably not freezing yeah. on your and face and it probably goes underneath the bit cool. you sleep on yeah. yeah oh i could get on board yeah, with that it's a bit
1: like you know when there's weather you have to put dogs on top of cold yeah why not the Same the feelings <laughs> yeah Let's talk about road trips now. We wrote a piece on the best European road trips to take this summer. This included everything from the North Coast 500 in Scotland to trips across the mountain regions in Austria through to the Ring of Kerry in Ireland. There are some amazing ones you can do here in Europe. So hello, anyone here a fan of road tripping?
0: I absolutely love a road trip. And we did one a few years back where we went to Lake Garda, but we drove through France on the way. So we went through Lake Annecy and down that way. And then on the way back, we went through Geneva, wow. which I know you were talking to Rich about yes, earlier. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if you have got the time, it's one of the most stunning road trips. Like to go back through Geneva was incredible. It was like nothing I've ever done before. Yeah, it was really beautiful. How long did that take? It took maybe six hours. It was okay, a long, yeah, was that's like, yes, not a that long trip. Well, then you get the boat from the UK to France. So you drove, and then from drove. Home. exactly, okay. so it's well worth doing if you ever are going over that way. And you also all the way to Italy. All the way to Italy. It was a big family trip but it's so worth it especially for the lakes because you need a car there anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just beautiful there I can't even tell Lake you it's Lake Annecy Lake Annecy is so gorgeous absolutely beautiful and then another one I really want to do it wasn't on the list but it's Atlantic Ocean Road in Norway have you guys seen it? I haven't but yeah. I'm so desperate to go to Norway me yeah. too and it honestly it looks incredible it's literally just this huge long road with all the ocean each it's, it's so amazing. it doesn't even look real when you google the pictures so somewhere. much to do list one actually it? on
1: this list in Norway was the Trolls Path the Trollstigen, mm. which is a drive but I think it's through waterfalls and snow yeah tops still and that beautiful kind of thing. yeah but gosh Norway there's mm. too so many places so there?
0: many places on my list but yeah
2: that is me
1: Lou you've done a road trip
2: I did a camper van tour up the east coast of Australia oh God, um, amazing was cool. <laughs> which was really really fun Um for three weeks yeah in a little camper van gosh is, did you sleep in it yeah slept in wow. it cooked in it everything it was, amazing. It was really Really, really amazing so I mean I was 19 so carefree and totally yeah. carefree and there was a couple of us that were doing it so we sort of met at different points along the journey and you literally just pitch up to these beaches and they would be completely empty oh. and yeah it was a really really incredible experience cool. but yeah I'd love to do some more around Europe because it, there's so many stunning places yeah. and you know really on our doorstep and, and like, I think you have to not think about how long it takes to sort of get somewhere because yeah. obviously flying is going to be quicker but think of it as the experience and what you're going to see
0: that you wouldn't normally and there's something to be said for just getting in a car having all your stuff in one place you don't have to worry about your luggage allowance yeah, totally. like you just go and yeah. the I, freedom I
2: think of being able to be like right where do we want to go today and it could be somewhere really close because we be very far somewhere you haven't booked but yeah. somewhere you just you know you rock up and you see somewhere you didn't think That's was going to be interesting yeah. and like it, having that freedom I think is amazing you're already yeah. on the schedule which Completely. is so nice.
1: yeah mm. we've done two big ones we did the West Coast of America which a lot of people have done yeah. we did any wow. to San Fran via Yosemite, which isn't really on the route, but that was amazing, but we also did listeners might remember, two years ago this month we did the southern states of North America, so we drove from mm-hmm. Atlanta all the way through to Austin, stopping at Nashville, Memphis oh and New Orleans Gemma. on the way, Fun. which was just the funnest two weeks I can I've imagine. ever had, for all those reasons you just said, it's just you in the open road, yeah. and particularly in that part of America, it has big roads so they're not kind of windy coastal, it's not like stressful driving, but doing the western coast of America in particular. You're quite on edge. It's, it's like the opening scenes of Big Little Lies, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. driving down those coastal roads and it's quite stressful. But yeah, if you're doing it in mainland America, then it's just these big wide roads and it's just like you and the radio wow. and American sweets and it doesn't go better than what that. What was New Orleans like? I've heard that's New so Orleans amazing. It was not my favourite of. Oh, really? Of, uh, no, Nashville was easily my
0: favourite. I oh, was about to say, I'd love yeah. to go to Nashville. New Orleans has
1: a really dark underbelly, so it is amazing. It's got everything you would hope. It's okay, so vibrant and there's such a strong culture and, and the food's amazing. There's so much that was great about it but they were so badly damaged by Hurricane Katrina and there's so much the kind of socio-economic fallout from that is still so visible so there's so much homelessness a lot of poverty a lot of crime it doesn't feel very safe it's not that like if you're out at night it's not this kind of big street party there's a darkness to it as well that I found quite threatening so whilst it's incredible it's not like a dodgy place to go everybody should go there and see it Nashville is one big fun lovely party and New Orleans is a bit darker than that but yeah it's just such a cool trip and we're also planning Italy next summer we've got a wedding in Rome so we're going to go like 10 days before. and around a bit. Rome's in quite an irritating place to finish. Yeah. It's yeah, in the middle of the country so you kind of have to pick whether you're going up yeah. or down but yeah we've got that to look forward to and having done trips as well where you fly between places you really can't be just going in the car. No definitely not. It. Laura do you think that you could do something like this with kids or do you think you've got to do it when there's just two of you? I know lots of people that have done them.
3: Would I do it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not but my children are all quite close in age and still quite young. When they're a bit older I would would love to do something yeah. like that with them for now though I kind of picture like a nice open top car with like a scarf in my hair well,
1: um, <laughs> funny you should say that so Ben and I actually this is a slight digression whenever we've done it particularly in the states we've done like a big four by four and we rented a convertible when we were out in Mallorca a few weeks ago just to get to a few places and it confirmed to us why you absolutely do not do it in a convertible it's such a pain in the ass you cannot fit suitcases in a convertible it's really fun to like, have your hair going in the breeze for like an hour but if you're actually doing like law long- long old drives oh don't worry you I need do. an hour I'd say yeah. 10 minutes you need a big oh, air conditioned car three.
3: I love the wind in my hair and all of those kind of yeah, things yeah for a bit for
1: a bit. <laughs> I know what you mean that romantic illusion is killed by children a bit isn't it yeah, yeah. for now it's just on pause for a couple of years <laughs> is there anywhere in particular that tables you've had I just to? would love to go to Norway oh
3: um, me too it's quite
1: expensive at the moment so all those Scandi countries
0: are inexpensive yeah, really expensive. yeah. So, um,
1: but one day yeah. yeah what we did actually as children was the garden route in South Africa children we would. 12 and 8. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that have done that and just said it's absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is. I think you don't appreciate a long drive though until you're an adult. Yes. Like, when you're a kid, that's so boring. But now, I'll give yeah, you a sit yeah. in the car. Yeah, that you. is true. Also, yeah. my husband rides a
3: motorbike. Does he? Yeah, and he's desperate to do that on I a bet. bike. Oh, that would be really fun
1: one day. Yeah. On really Does he really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, if you are interested in doing a European road trip, then have a look at the piece on the site. God, there are so many good ones out there. Don't yeah, just limit yourself so to many. Europe. So many, and just get in the car and go. It's the best okay, finally, sorry, I'm going to talk about me and my wedding one last time and then that's it. We're going to shut it and we'll just talk about Lou's wedding for the rest of the year. <laughs> so obviously, I had to finish the Wedding diary series with the aftermath because I felt like I learned a lot of really valuable things from the day itself that would have been helpful to have been told or just the fun tips that, you know, people wouldn't necessarily have thought to recommend but that I think people would enjoy that I would like to have known. Okay. Anyway, so those included things that surprised me. So wearing a veil was one of my tips. I hated it in the build-up because it's, annoying. It like hangs on your face. I did spend a lot of the ceremony being like, you know, pushing mm. it away from my eyelashes and it is really annoying. But So it's over your face for the whole ceremony? Yeah, the whole ceremony. Okay. And then when he stamps the glass, then you whip it off and you kiss and it's like, yay, you're, okay. you're you've got the right person. So
3: when I got married, I wore it down the aisle. Yes. And
1: then I get to the end oh, that's and then nice. you bring it over. Yeah, no. But actually, when I look at photos of me on the aisle with the veil, it's so bridal. so much more bridal than just sticking the veil in the back of yeah. your head. Yeah. And actually, I'm so so pleased I did it because just for those photos it really does look amazing so for me that was a really big takeaway actually just really think about actually wearing the veil to cover your face given that you know not everybody has to religiously it's a really nice option yeah. so
3: I liked it as well because I'm not massive about having the attention on me and when I was walking into the church I was so like mm. it's protection and I loved that I had this kind of
1: god in front yeah, of me yeah. that could kind of get me through yes. and to the end yeah that's a really was, good point yeah. actually yeah it is a really good protection the other thing that I said was to get to know who's marrying you because I've been at loads of weddings where obviously the person officiating doesn't really I've been at one where he said the groom's name wrong throughout the ceremony it's just bad so we again like a Jewish customer is you have to have marriage classes like learning sessions with your rabbi and also the rabbi's wife before you get married and actually that gave us such a good opportunity to really get to know the rabbi who was marrying us and I think you can really tell in a ceremony there's so much more love and sincerity in a wedding ceremony when you really know yeah. the person marrying you but is that not the same for most people not necessarily if you use a celebrant so I think possibly if you have a religious ceremony okay but if you're doing it through a registrar right and you use a celebrant or a registrar or something like that then you get to meet them once I think but if you're doing it through like the kind of legal council system then no you don't really get to know them you have like an hour or something with them so yeah I really do recommend that where you can and you can get we were chatting about this you can have somebody you know yeah marry you so which feels really special doesn't it I've been at one where they did that and it was like another level yeah I'd love to marry
0: someone yeah Yeah.
1: um, (laughs) I think Adele married Alan Carr. Did yes, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I would have oh, loved it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Other more superficial things included getting a polaroid camera. I'm so pleased that I did that because we whipped out at like 11 o'clock, and at that point people have stopped. I've got thousands of photos of us walking down the aisle and during the ceremony. But obviously people aren't dancing with their phones yeah. during the party, so actually people pass around a polaroid camera because it's fun and it's a novelty. And those are some of our best photos actually because they're obviously really candid. Yeah. And then also having an outfit change was just the best thing that I did. And I love reading this. Ben didn't. No, So he knew I had an outfit change, but he hadn't seen the dress. Okay. okay. Which and was really what fun. an outfit. Yeah, yeah. So I came down like woo! And he was like, what's happening? What is this dress? <laughs> and why do you think it was such a good thing? Because I think my wedding dress was not like a big, heavy wedding dress, but it's still really hard to move and to dance now. Yeah. It's still hot. And like having your legs liberated yeah. on the dance floor is just yeah. everything. And I got to change shoes as well, because at that point my feet were hurting. And it's like the funnest party dress. Nobody had seen no. it. It just gives you this whole new yeah. lease of party. And what party. point of the night did you put it on? So I wanted to wait till after our first dance, okay. because obviously I wanted my first dance in a proper dress. <laughs> so it was later than I would have liked. I only had an hour in it. Okay, expensive hour. <laughs> but I'm still so busy doing did it, and that's why I'm really desperately waiting for the professional And I feel like it. you could wear that dress again. I'll, I'll definitely, definitely wear it. Definitely yeah, I'll just save it, and there'll be people's thirtieth, and like yeah. it will come up. It's fine. Yeah, I will wear it again. Hundred percent. And one other thing, like my biggest takeaway is to not be precious. I think you really have to set the tone for your night. And I thought about this before anyway. You're never going to have a good party if you're one of these brides who's just yeah kind of bopping no. sweetly and being
2: everyone always said that the vibe of the wedding comes from the bride and groom Tasty. so Definitely. however you are feeling it will be translated through the
3: hmm. and I know this about your wedding not about mine but I just loved actually dancing in my wedding dress but I had a, quite a full mine was like a big pleated yeah. flowy skirt and I had so much fun I completely get that dancing in that yeah. but equally I wasn't precious I mean it's absolutely trash yeah. but actually it's come up alright but it was a we're bit not wear thin- it again I, exactly well. I'm not going to wear <laughs> yeah. it again I think it's dependent on your Shape of your dress, mm. so I, I could properly lift my skirt. And yeah, I couldn't properly go for it.
1: Yeah, because mine was quite straight. It was yeah. hard to, I, Yeah, it was a lot of hoiking. Yeah, yours made sense to yeah. change, definitely. But no, plenty of people do feel like when well, it's my wedding dress, why on earth would I take it off? But also, it was just very hot. It was really hot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, so. so yeah, it was nice to be be liberated. But Lou, you're next. Yeah. I passed yeah. my yeah. over Thank you so much. it was <laughs> Such a good time we
2: were
3: passing. Was so yeah. good I know. It was so perfect. So Luke exciting. Bra. Yeah. yeah. So, so
1: the wedding good. chat will continue. It will continue don't worry if you've enjoyed it and if you haven't then sorry <laughs> that's just about it for this week if you enjoyed that please do rate review subscribe and tell your friends and do email us at podcast at with your thoughts we do love to hear your feedback see you next week